Welcome to the Zen Den, where we discuss all things mind, body, and spirit. We look forward to interviewing a different guest each episode to share inspiration through their own expertise. Join us as we explore the different paths we each take to create a personal haven. Thank you for your support, and may you be inspired in creating your Zen Den within. Good morning, Aubrey. Hello, Tammy. Um, today's kind of an interesting day on the Zen Den. Yeah, isn't it? it? Is. It's a very interesting day. It's yeah. been a minute because we've kind of been thinking through some things and mulling some things over, but mm-hmm. today is an interesting day. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I've been really feeling like it's there's been kind of a period of stillness mm-hmm. and time to really reflect and listen, and I think coming to a, a little bit, I guess coming through a little bit further of that process, I am feeling a huge shift in my own identity and what feels important to me and the way that I visualize my future and what I was manifesting. Yeah. just feels very different. It does. It does. I think, like you said, you can speak for me at least (laughs) (laughs) because it's been the same for me. Like things are shifting for, for me and I've been going through a loss of my identity as well and stuff. And so it's been, we did need that quiet time, but Mm -hmm. I think, you know, we're both in a place where we're kind of ready to bring on the new and say thank you to what it's been. Yeah, absolutely. So, so and that doesn't come out, come without some struggle. Um, and, and I think for us some grieving because, mm-hmm. um, so we'll just, I guess, just announce right now that yeah. we're going to be changing the Zen Den uh-huh. a little bit. Um, and, and it was perfect for what it was and for the time that it was. And so fun to connect with other people and share other people's experiences. And I really feel like we'll have more of that in the future. Definitely. But it feels like the consciousness and the intention of it is needing to shift. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like, in all honesty, this is something that even throughout the Zen Den, we've kind of felt and seen coming. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've had some guided messages come through and had this higher consciousness come through and stuff. And so it doesn't, it feels very natural and organic how it's happened. But yeah, it's a natural, a natural yeah. progression. Yeah. I still am finding my ego attached to though, but I love this end <laughs> day. I don't want to, you know, it's, it's like when you create something, it's like, it's, it's hard to not get attached right. to that, but yeah. to stay in flow, we have to grow and expand. Uh-huh. And, um, one thing that's felt really important, I know for both of us is to, Make sure that the focus is always on the message mm-hmm. and not on you or me or who the guest is or, you know, although it's beautiful and it's being expressed through somebody that's really put themselves in a place to be able to express it and we honor that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we're kind of losing the death of that need to be validated or mm-hmm. that need to be noticed in any way. Right. Um, Just collectively, right? Right. Yeah. I think collectively, but I think mm-hmm. you and I are really feeling that with yes, the podcast too. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I feel like we we really have really always tried to be super intentional about like having the message be coming from the right place mm-hmm. and stuff but this this next step will kind of help it be even more so that yeah. way yeah just help us be strictly about the message rather than who or where it's coming through right right so. so before we really go into where we're going and what this is going to look like and where this came from um what if we talk a little bit about what the process has been individually? Because I think this is something that's really relatable for people right now is understanding why it's painful and what it looks like to go through a death of who you are and a rebirth 
and kind of what that's been individually. Does that sound okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So what's that so. been for you? Um, I don't know. For me, it's been, it's been really interesting, I guess, um, because I think some people know, but my job title was, um, a hairstylist. And I, I just love said that you was. Said, I know. That just happened. <laughs> and I love that you said my job title, not I, I, that's what I was. That you know? is honestly the whole process has been for me is that I feel like so many of us have had our job titles tied to who we are. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm not in the salon, it's kind of making me emotional a little bit. My job title isn't tied to my identity. Mm-hmm. And that's the angle that I didn't see coming, you know, like I, I knew this situation, I knew what it was, and I kind of thought I knew what would happen and how I would feel about it. But um, having, um, not being in the salon, like having that loss of identity, I guess, is more where it's coming from. It's not from making money or anything like that. It's from finding value in myself outside of my job title, which has been huge for me. So yeah. 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 So what has that grieving process been like for you? Like I, I feel, uh, it started out feeling really lost and I think I still do a little bit. I think I kind of don't know what to do with myself and not knowing what to do with myself has kind of made me feel like I don't know where my value is, you know, Uh like, or that I don't have a purpose, you know, which do you feel like kind of goes deeper in that? It's not even necessarily that it's hair. It's that your productivity exactly exactly. equals your value. And yes. And being, you know, it's just my husband and I right now. And I kind of always felt like, um, before we started a family that I would contribute in whatever way I could. And Uh for me, that's been monetarily, you know, like Uh that's how I contribute because, I don't have kids to stay home with right now. So, of course, why not go to work, you know? And so not contributing how I've thought contributing was in the past, you know, has been kind of part of that death process for me, too, mm-hmm. where um, where I had to learn that I'm valuable and I have purpose in other things that I do in my marriage, not just wow. bringing in money. So, you know what? I think that's such an interesting concept as, cause I think that's what's happening is everybody's productivity has mm-hmm. been shut down. Mm-hmm. And so we're having, we're getting the invitation to question like, who am I without that? Who am I? But exactly. really when we think that our productivity equals our value, we're, we're slaves. Exactly. We're slaves to, um, producing. Uh-huh. And how, like, it's honestly made me think how sad that like, that if we, like in my position, if I'm not bringing in money that I think that I don't have value. Like right. that's sad. That is sad. You know what I mean? Like there's so much more to all of us than having a job and going mm-hmm. to work. Like mm-hmm. we have so much more value and it's really like forced me to look at that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so, um, I just am feeling like I should ask you this. So what, <laughs> what is your value now? Um, I think that's a good question and I don't know that I have necessarily words for it but I'm just trying to learn how to just be like be me figure out who I am like know myself in and out you know I've I've tried to find ways to help people how I can Mm -hmm. um yesterday I called my cute little grandma to talk to her (laughs) she has dementia and she probably won't even remember our conversation but she doesn't understand this situation and just to have a familiar voice talk to her for a minute you know Mm -hmm. um 
I do a lot of knitting and crocheting. I joke that I have a retired lifestyle right now because I knit and crochet and I walk at the park. <laughs> but um, but I that have, feels good, right? Yeah, it does. I have a lot of friends that um, are currently pregnant or, you know, have had babies. And so I'm, I've been making like little booties and mm. baby blankets and things like that. And um, so connecting more with the creativity part of me. Yeah. And then just kind of embracing the slowdown a little bit more has been something I've been trying to do too. You know, I'm like, so I realized that I was like so regimented and like I had a schedule all the time. And now I'm like trying to just like let myself be okay with not having a schedule Mm. or, you know, if I want to go on my walk in the morning, then I'll go in the morning. (laughs) If Mm -hmm. I want to go in the afternoon, then I'll go in the afternoon, Mm -hmm. you know? So just kind of like trying to take the time to pause a little bit more and not, give myself a schedule or a routine. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And that's really a death of an ego too, because mm-hmm. our constructs of time have been our driving force for most of our decisions that we've made. Like yeah. I've got to be here at this time and do this for this time, mm-hmm. which is all tied to, I don't want to let anyone down. I want to do right. I want to show up. I want to produce. Exactly. You know, exactly. And that's honestly been a hard one too, because it, like showing up, not, you know what I mean? Like being there, helping people in, in my I'll call it my past life as of now, (laughs) pre-quarantine, past life, whatever, whatever you want to call it. I was constantly there for people in the service of doing their hair. Right. And now I have a lot of people that are like, Aubrey, help. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. even just honoring myself and knowing that I need this space Mm -hmm. and saying no to them to keep that honor for myself that's been a big shift too wow that's so and that's been hard like it's hard for me every time but I know it's important I know I need to do it right now Mm -hmm. so that's interesting too because we never look at the helper as an ego construct Mm -mm. but it is Mm -hmm. it's an ego construct because it's like oh that's my identity that's what I do that's what I do exactly Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so yeah that's been a breakdown for me yeah good for you thank you it's been it's definitely been a good learning experience for me yeah how about how about for you do you want to talk about um yours? yes I do but I want to say one thing oh, that okay, I just really, no you're just good I just, no you're good I just remembered this because I listened to some of our back episodes mm-hmm. yesterday mm-hmm. and I realized how prophetic um all of our interviews were yeah like the interview with Christine she talked so much about the stillness and going back to yes. the simplicity and getting off of our devices like we talked so much about that and Mm -hmm. I think that there was a lot of purpose in the Zen Den being kind of a a leading into that because everything that happens in the physical form happens in the spiritual form first Mm -hmm. and so whatever way that hopefully maybe that helped facilitate the transition I'm grateful that we got to be a part of that yeah definitely yeah and since you just mentioned Christina I just had the thought come up when Amber talked about she isn't who everyone else thinks she is but she is who she wants to be right however she worded that way better than I just did right now but no it was (laughs) you know what I mean that's been a big lesson too that I think we're all learning Mm -hmm. right now too I really feel like this is all happening to bring us back to the remembrance that we are not victims of our circumstances that we are that we are actually very powerful creators but it comes in getting connected to that stillness Mm -hmm. and the truth of our hearts because that's where the strongest emotion when we're in alignment of that, we can do anything. Yeah. You know, we can create anything. We have powerful energy for that. Right. You know? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's so true. Yeah. And this is giving us the opportunity to look at that and really mm-hmm. focus on it. So yeah, it's true. Awesome. So I, I've had a similar experience, um, of big deaths of ego. Um, 
<laughs> this is so funny because I have been feeling the door closing to nursing for a long time. I really struggled with the energy of that system mm-hmm. for a long time. But my ego was like, well, you have to, you know, you got to keep a normal job and you got to, and, and I've been a single mom for 15 years and, um, my kids are all grown now. I saw one that lives with me, but she's almost 19 mm-hmm. and I was really, so, so I started working at a wellness center thinking, well, wellness is something that I love and, and I'm passionate about that. So that'll be okay. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Like, so out of alignment. It just did mm. not feel good to me. And not because it was not a great place. It's a really great concept and a great place. It just was not in alignment with me. Uh-huh. So um, I left not knowing what the heck I was going to do or how I was going to bring money in. And what came up for me was, like, pure panic. Mm-hmm. Just terror. Like, if I don't go to work, my kids don't eat. And then right. I had to kind of, like, look at where that started from. And when I was growing up, my kids were my, sorry, not my kids. I was a kid. (laughs) Um, My childhood was a lot of fear around money and being provided for. And I remember my parents being like, it was like pure panic. Like, how are we going to feed these kids? Your dad doesn't have a job. And it was like that scenario played so much in my upbringing. Right. Like over and over again, my whole childhood into like adulthood. Mm -hmm. And um, I realized that that's where it was coming from. And so I really had to take some time and, and go, okay, this is not my reality right now. Yeah. My kids are grown. They're independent. Um, I really don't need everything that I have. I can live a very simple life and be very happy. Mm -hmm. So it just has really helped me to kind of let go of, um, just because those experiences happen and they've been embedded in my body and in my, my subconscious, it's not the scenario now. And it's been so liberating to just let go of all of that. And I, I really just keep feeling like. I will not sell out again. Yeah. I will not go to something that is out of alignment just to create a sense of security that is fleeting anyway. Mm-hmm. That sense of security can only come within me. I love that. Yeah. I think so many of us have grown up with that, like, how do we make ends meet kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of us ended up in that situation. But right now, something I think we're learning to face and learning is trust. Yes. So, so, so so how, how have you learned to trust or what have you done to like help yourself trust a little bit more from, from the panic? Mm, That's a good question. Well, I think getting down to that place of where that was coming from and really spending, like doing some inner child work of, I've been just wanting to play. Yeah. Like they don't know this, but Aubrey and I just got off the (laughs) playground at the park. We wish that there were swings, but we settled for what we had. Yeah. I got stuck on this horse thing and I couldn't get off. But it was fun, right? Like that's just that I think like letting that inner child play uh-huh. and know that she is safe and like I'm her protector now and and it's not going to happen again. Yeah, that's been really healing. But also I think I've kind of been in training for this. Uh-huh. Um, I've had a few different times in my life where it's felt really important for me to leave jobs, not knowing what would come next. Uh-huh. So, um, I think the more that I stay in alignment with just that stillness of. There's not anything to do right now. Mm-hmm. It's only about being. And as long as I stay there, I'm super present and I feel good. My mind goes there to like, yeah. what comes next? How do we, how do we create, right, you know, and right. get going on this money thing. But I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm letting go of even the, the attachment to money. That's awesome. You know? Yeah. Abundance comes in so many different forms mm-hmm. and that I forgot. Yeah. Because I was so busy on that treadmill. Right. I forgot relationships. I forgot connection. I forgot stillness and presence and play and creativity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So 
I think that's the new currency. I like that. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. And I feel like having, giving, like allowing ourselves, giving that permission to ourselves to just be and be in the moment mm-hmm. is what creates freedom, which mm-hmm. helps so we don't feel so attached to money mm-hmm. and other things and right. a job and responsibilities and stuff. Like right. allowing ourselves is really what's opening for more abundance in different ways, right? Yeah, that's what I was just going to yeah. say. The flow of abundance is freedom. Mm-hmm. So if we're in that unattached flow of freedom, mm-hmm. you know, that, yeah. it has to show up that way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. So, um, I wasn't going to share this, but I just had this thought. I was hiking the other day and I was, my intention in that hike was to understand the flow of abundance and mm-hmm. how to be in alignment with that. And as I was hiking, I was watching the river and there were places in the river where there were like tons of rocks and trees and stuff, but it was beautiful and it was mossy and, you know, Mm -hmm. flowers were growing on the sides. And I was like, wow, even though that river's kind of blocked up, that's beautiful too. Yeah. There's, it serves a purpose and that water's able to spread out to the banks and nourish more of those little plants and stuff that wouldn't probably get nourished. Uh Right. And then I walked a little bit further and then there was like a... A little river that was dammed up and it was pretty stagnant and I was like oh wow isn't that beautiful that now like the wildlife has a place that they can come and eat and mm-hmm. like I didn't have any judgment for how the water flowed mm-hmm. and then I got up to the top and this this was just flowing fast and powerful and and I loved the feeling of that and I was like isn't that beautiful too there's there's a purpose for every bit of the flow and then I had the thought of like, there's no judgment in the universe to us and how we let abundance flow. We mm-hmm. just choose that. And there's a purpose for every bit of it, mm-hmm. but why not be the ocean? Right. Why not let go? And, and every one of those limiting beliefs of how we think it should flow is what limits the flow. Exactly. It, it dams up the river. Exactly. So when we let go of our attachment to what abundance is supposed to look like or how it's supposed to flow, we just appreciate the way that it's flowing and open up to all possibilities. We become the ocean. Yeah. I'd love that. Yeah. I love that. And I love that, like, being up at the top, you could see all of the different places that that water was flowing and all Mm -hmm. of the different things all at the same time. You know what I mean? I think, I remember yesterday you said to me, and I'm hoping I won't slaughter this phrase, (laughs) but um, when we limit the view, we limit the flow. Is that how you said it? I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, Same thing. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. kind of the same thing, but when we have the full picture and when we allow ourselves to see the full picture we can see that it's helping in more than one way right right and I feel like that's exactly what is happening right now is we're just Mm -hmm. clearing out those blocks because as we go into this new earth and this new way of being and this new way of, of existing in this world we get to decide if we want to take those blocks with us or not mm-hmm. but if we really surrender to the unknown we're opening up the open the, the unknown the openness is the size of the ocean yeah yeah, I was going to say, it is the ocean. Yeah, and we <laughs> are awesome. the ocean. That's right. what we get to remember, too, is we are that expansiveness. Uh-huh. But it comes with losing our identity, mm-hmm. losing our ego, losing our limitations. Surrendering to Surrender. the trust. Yeah, absolutely. The unknown, I guess, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of leads us into where we're going. Yes. Yes, and I feel like where we're going isn't going to sound too unfamiliar because we've kind of touched a little bit mm-hmm. on where we're headed yeah at least to to the extent of our knowledge right now right right (laughs) we can only see the next the next right step right (laughs) so and that's Mm -hmm. actually like we were we were going to talk about that is it's really important to 
not know I mean to be okay with not knowing but Mm -hmm. just follow the next right step Mm -hmm. and to not force it to try and go a certain direction because I think when we try and do that it ends up being different than we imagined in the first place anyway right yeah right you dam up that damn river (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) so Mm -hmm. um we had talked about in our last episode the energy of the masters Mm -hmm. that has been showing up and that we've been um creating and speaking from um speaking through us um as like i think more of our identities are dying the Mm -hmm. more of that consciousness is being able to to um show up within us and through us right um they're still showing up and they still have lots to say (laughs) right and really i think they're reminding us that we are matching their energy Mm -hmm. and so um when we let go right when we don't have so much ego yeah 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 I agree yeah so I think I mean kind of like what we've talked about is just like moving into this next step where our identity isn't tied to it so much we'll be able to share their messages in I guess a more pure form Mm -hmm. more not so tied to us kind of form right right So. so we've had the inspiration to call it the I am mastery um podcast And I am meaning one with the creator and mastery meaning like really being aligned with it. And the mastery means to move with it, embodied, moving it into human form, grounding Mm -hmm. it into this reality. So learning mastery for ourselves. Right. Exactly. And we're the students too. I think that's mastery too. Exactly. To show up in your mastery consciousness means that you're always a student too. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. So, um, what the format of that looks like right now is that we will be reading, not reading, but like speaking messages from the mastery. We'll be tuning into the collective consciousness of like what the collective is asking mm-hmm. and asking the masters to give Get those some messages and messages. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be great. Yeah. I think it'll be really cool. It'll be fun to see what they have to share with us and it'll be fun to kind of take this in a different angle to just leave it more open mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Yeah. and that's all we know right now that's it that's what we know yeah and <laughs> we're so... here and that's all we know <laughs> so we are pretty much um gonna be closing down the zen den facebook page closing down the, the zen den podcast so we're gonna send all of you a link through the email list that we yes. have I was going to say, but that doesn't mean we're completely closed down. It just means we're shifting. Yes, right? we're going to yeah. transition this. And we really hope you all will come along. Yes. Um, if mm-hmm. you want to be a part of our email list, we're going to type up these messages and send them out once a week mm-hmm. um, along with our podcast. And so if you want to be a part of these email messages, mm-hmm. then um, message us either individually Tammy Robinson or Aubrey Nelson mm-hmm. um, on Facebook, and I'll leave that open for just a few more days. Um, I, I also, you can also get a hold of me on TammyRobinson.com. Mm-hmm. There's an email list on there too, so it's good. You can keep everybody in the loop. Yeah, and I just want to take the time to say thank you to those that have listened yeah. and followed and supported us because this has been something that we've been trying to figure out as we go as well, but having the support and the encouragement from people has been 
it's so fantastic and yeah. so beneficial for us. And so. thank you to our beautiful guests. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, we've had the yeah. most amazing people come and we share, and, and we'll keep the Zendan podcast open so mm-hmm. people can still go on and listen to those. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So, so grateful for this experience and what it's taught us. I think it's... Mm-hmm. It's been a good stepping stone, I yeah, think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think a good lesson in like trusting and letting go and not getting attached to mm-hmm. something along the way. Right. Yeah. Right. Everything evolves. Yes. So yeah. here's to the unknown, huh? Yeah. <laughs> we are leaping and we are loving and we're trusting and we're appreciating and we hope you guys will go with us. Yeah. <laughs> Love you guys. Thank you. Thank you.